Holly G with the Golf Insiders, my guest today, one of our favorites, Jeff Babineau from TheMorningRead.com. Well, Babs, we're going to your former neighborhood, Boston, TPC Boston. It is time for the FedEx Cup and the PGA Tour playoffs. Can you believe it? Three more events to go for the end of this crazy wraparound COVID rescheduled season. Give yeah, me your, it's crazy. Give me yeah, your take. Uh, well, we got hockey playoffs going on. We got basketball playoffs. And now we have some golf playoffs. So, you know, it's a big, big time up there. A lot of guys got to make some moves that are outside that top 70 that'll move on to next week at the BMW. And then, you know, everybody's goal is to get to East Lake and the Tour Championship. So, you know, there's some big names on that outside looking in. You know, Ricky Fowler and Jordan Spieth. Uh, Brooks Kepka was outside. He shut it down for the year. His season's over. Uh, so, you know, some guys that have to play awfully well this week to move on. That's incredible to think that Brooks is out of it. Obviously, you know, due to the limited amount of, you know, tournaments. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, he never really got it going, and then he, he you know, his, his knee was troubling him, and then his hip troubled him a little bit at the PGA. Um, I thought he did a great job at the PGA getting himself in position to have a shot on Sunday, and we all thought, you know, here we go, he's going to make his move, and, you know, he shot four over on that front nine and was gone. So uh, pretty much ended his season. He, he uh, didn't play well last week at the Wyndham, and – he won't be taken part in the playoffs. So, you know, they move on without uh, Brooks Kepka. I guess he'll get ready for the, you know, we got a U.S. Open coming up in September. I'm sure his focus is on that. Well, this is also the time of year when the register rings, Babs. Uh, speaking of the Wyndham, Justin Thomas not even playing in the event and banks $2 million in the Wyndham yeah. bonus points. Explain to my listeners how that works. Well, you know, Wyndham does a bonus series, which is kind of cool for the year, uh, based on points. Um, I'm kind of surprised they don't tie it into playing the Wyndham, because there was a few guys in that top ten who played last week, but, you know, Justin Thomas, who won it, he didn't play. It was, it's understandable. I mean, these guys played a WGC, you know, they had Jack's tournament, then a WGC, then the only major of 1920, right, the PGA Championship. And really, the Wyndham's your only chance to take a breather before three playoff events. So, uh, but you know, Wyndham set up this this little prize pool, two million to first. I, I, I think a million or more to even second place. So those guys, that you know, they do all right out there. So you know, a big season for Justin Thomas became even bigger. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, your uh, colleague at the Morning Read, Mike Kirky wrote an interesting piece about uh, the PGA Tour season ending with an asterisk. Uh, you know, surprise there hasn't been a little more chatter about this, just, you know, due to, um, you know, the playoffs and the, you know, who, you know, who, who really is deserving champion during a season in which so many significant tournaments were postponed or outright canceled. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it's just the, where we are, right? It's 2020. It's uh, Baseball is playing a 60-game season, and they're going to crown a World Series champion. That sounds odd to me. Uh, 
you know, golf missed out on probably 11 events, I think maybe, or, you know, 90 days when those guys were on the sideline and from the players. And we didn't, we didn't see action again until June in, in Fort Worth at the Charles Schwab. Um, you know, I'm looking down the FedEx Cup season standings list. There's a lot of guys with 12 starts, 14 starts, 12 starts. You know, John Rahm, Roy McElroy, Webb Simpson only made 12 starts. So, yeah, there's a bit of an asterisk to everything in 2020, right? But you make do and, and you do what you can, and hopefully we'll get three good weeks of exciting golf. And those guys are awfully lucky. You know, they're going to play for the full purse. You know, the winner's going to make $15 million. Uh, they're playing for big money in the playoff events. So, you know, they're lucky guys. You know, they haven't uh, they haven't taken a step back really at all. So, uh, you know, we just hope we get three great weeks of the playoffs and, and then we have some. We still have some majors to look forward to, to it as 2020 ends. So uh, there's a lot of kind of big, big events left in front of us. So tell uh, my listeners a little bit about TPC Boston, and um, you know, does this favor a certain type of player? We always talk about that. Is it going to favor a you know a bomber? Is it going to favor a putter? The short game. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it came aboard in the early 2000s. I mean, Adam, Adam Scott won his first tournament there in 03 to get it off and running. And it was a, uh, you know, a Labor Day tradition up in Boston. It was big up there to have, you know, they had some champion store golf, uh, but they really hadn't had much, you know, you don't count Hartford really as being that close to Boston. So they were really without tour golf since probably the old days of Pleasant Valley, right? Right. Um, so it brought a big event there. They had big crowds. The Monday finish was unique. Uh, that changed when it moved up. Now Boston alternates with New York every other year for the Northern Trust because there's three playoff events, not four. I mean, I think I kind of – I'm sad that Boston only gets it every other year and New York only gets it every other year, but I do like the idea of three playoff events. So, um, you know, normally we'd have a Ryder Cup on the back end of this, things like that. So – TPC Boston, it used to favor the Bombers, and Gil Hansen, Brad Faxon went in there, did some tweaks. Uh, I think they kind of uh, improved the – it was an Arnold Palmer original design, and I think they improved things, and they brought the, the medium-length guy more into it. Uh, so, you know, you see a good mix of winners. You, you certainly see your fair share of Bombers. We've had Rory and Justin Thomas and Bryson DeChambeau in the last three there, but – I think the uh, the medium length guy still has a shot at that place. Yeah, um, <laughs> I saw a story today I couldn't believe uh, it was you know of course great to see Adam Scott back during the PGA Championship and you know his game has certainly been trending up. Uh, but I think it was on PGATour.com they said that his Adam Scott's bag hasn't changed since 2003 in his win at TPC Boston. In today's world, that's remarkable. Oh, I didn't see that story. That's hard to believe. Yeah, it said, I think probably... He'd be playing, like, the old DCI irons, and, you know, um, I think he, he pretty much... Yeah, I'd have a hard time believing that. Well, he said, he said, they said, let's start with the irons. He currently uses the title of 680s. I mean, this this, really? pic, this picture well, I'm looking at, Babs, yeah. um, you know, is definitely looking circa 2003. I mean, yeah, there are guys who love their old stuff. You know, Tom Lehman used to have the old victory grip still on there. And I uh, would say don't even make it, I don't think, anymore. They have to find them in the back of warehouses, you know. Uh, you know, Brent Stedek used to use an old tailor-made driver. There's guys who 
hold on to stuff. Stenson had that three wood that was hard to park from his bag. And remember, uh, Freddie, uh, didn't he steal somebody's wife's club? Yeah, Freddie had a seven wood in there or something. And yeah, it's some crazy stuff. But so sometimes people like having something like that in the bag. But I got I got to think, you know, my the guys I know at Titleist are. Adam Scott would be giving up an awful lot of stuff if he's still playing 2003 equipment. Well, I thought it was a pretty interesting, pretty interesting yeah, look. To read that one. Look inside the bag. Um, yeah. So, if looking at the top ten here in the FedEx Cup standings, uh, Justin Thomas number one, Colin Morikawa moved to two, especially after the win at uh, PGA. Got Webb, who's just having a you know fantastic year. At number three, Bryson DeChambeau, Sung J M, you know who yeah. uh, you know doesn't doesn't get a lot of uh, a lot of acknowledgement, but my gosh, this kid can play. Yeah. Then we've got Patrick he, he Reed was, at six, Daniel Berger, yeah. Rory, Brendan Todd, and John Rahm to round out the top ten. What do you see in that group? Yeah, I mean, it's, there's a lot of strength in there. I think Sung J M. Yeah, he played 23 events, which is more than anyone in that group. Um, Brendan Todd played 22. But I think he did a lot of his damage before the break. He was hot. Uh, got a win out there. Um, you know, DeChambeau's been impressive. He's come back all bulked up. And, you know, he was right there at the PGA. I expect him to be right there again this week. He, last time they played here, he was your champion, and he's certainly longer now. You know, so it's interesting. There's some people in that top ten. You know, Rory McIlroy has won a couple times at TPC Boston. Webb Simpson's won there, played very well there. Justin Thomas has won there. So I think it kind of matches up with a lot of these guys as they try to, uh, you know, cement their spot into that, you know, into that top five as they go to uh, East Lake. And Bryson, uh, those... Bryson said in the week off that he found something. Um, you know, had had some a shake. Yeah, had yeah, another shake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a, you know, he 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 let a few loose at PG, at the PGA in critical moments. Um, and uh, you know, he he said he went back through the bag and experimented with, went through fifty different, um, tick I guess tick items on his on his list uh. until he found something that you know he. He could make work through his whole bag. You know, it's remarkable how this guy thinks, right? Yeah, he works at it. I mean, I guess it keeps it fresh for him, right? He's always searching for something, some edge. Uh, I don't think he was able to really unleash it like he wanted to at the PGA. The rough was was up pretty good. It was, you know, it was a 50-50 whether you were going to get a good lie or not. But the bad spots were bad. And I don't think he really could let it go like he wanted to. Same as like a Tony Finau. Uh, so I think maybe this week you'll you'll see a little bit more of him unleashing it, which is fun. Uh, you know that's going to be good. So you know he's he's interesting. You know he's 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 got something that he he believes in. It's working. He was right there at the uh, PGA, and he's been right there a lot of weeks. So uh, you know I expect him to be right there in the mix this week. Well, speaking of being in the mix, a guy that seems to uh, turn it on towards the end of the season and has two FedEx Cups in his resume, Rory, we've been talking about him sort of being in a mini slump, was the hottest player on tour, you know, since the 2019 players until before the break, um, the big spring break of COVID. 
Right. What do you think about Rory? Yeah, I mean, he's kind of been really quiet since the restart, hasn't he? Uh, he was a he was a top five machine. He wasn't always closing, but he was a top five machine before the break. And and since uh, we've kind of been waiting to see it happen from him, and we just haven't seen it. It's just just inconsistent. It makes bad holes at the wrong times, and you know he tries to get some momentum going and gives gives it back a little bit. Um, so, but, he, but we're going to a place where he's had great success and a time of year that he plays well, and, and he knows if he goes to East Lake, um, you know, that's, that's a good thing for him. I mean, he since the restart, he hasn't been in the top ten. And before, the re, and before it, he couldn't be out of the top five. So uh, there's something he's got to find there, and he needs to find it in a hurry. Well, that's uh, what makes this game so interesting, right, Babs? You uh, no doubt. seem like you're on, on top of the world, and – Certainly the way this number one ranking in the world keeps changing back and forth, it really shows us how tough this game is. Babs, I know you got to get back to your uh, Bruins. So um, who's, right. who's your pick this week for TPC? Boston. My pick is uh, I'm going to go with a guy who's been kind of hot all year and maybe hasn't got all the accolades he deserves, Webb Simpson. Ah. One there, one there nine years ago. He's playing great. Uh, you know, he's right up there in the mix last week, and he's at a place where he has some good vibes. So I'm going to go with Webb to kind of keep up there and stay in that top five. All right. Well, uh, it's all good vibes right now on the PGA Tour as we um, gallop into the end of the season <laughs> and the PGA Tour playoffs. And then on to New York and the U.S. Open. Babs, thanks so much, and check out uh, themorningread.com. Appreciate your time, my friend. You got it. Anytime, Holly G. Go Bruins. Go Bruins.